Hey guys, welcome to Our Love Journey, the podcast. We are so excited that you decided to join us. We will be talking all things marriage, sex, friendship, purpose, you name it. Do note that we are by no means professionals and most of the information that we share on this podcast is purely based on experience and our opinions. So we hope to start conversations in your homes, in your cars and wherever you are. Happy Friday, everybody. And to those who are with me, happy Do It October. Hey, guys. I hope you guys are having a great time. We're so excited to do this podcast today. Uh, as usual, it's been two weeks I since told our last you, one. But I told you. Remember, I said you were like, no, guys, we're going to upload every week. And I was like, realistically, I know, I know. every two weeks is what makes sense. I thought we were going to be able to do it. But yeah, everything is so busy. Uh, God is just doing so much in our lives. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, but I mean... Uh, two weeks is better than nothing. So it is, yeah, let's get right into it. I need to read our review for this week. I'm neither married nor in a relationship, but this podcast is really amazing and so beautiful and authentic. I enjoy listening to you guys. Truly God qualifies the chosen because listening to you really blesses me and motivates me to be a better version of myself. And that improves my relationship with everyone around me. I found myself adding your podcast to things I'm grateful for. May God continue to use you guys. I think it's Shiranzi. Yes. Is it Shiranzi? Yeah, Am I Shiranzi. saying it right? Yeah. yeah Thank yeah. you so much, Shiranzi. That's so encouraging. Yeah, and to just beautiful. know that our podcast applies everywhere in your life is really what it we really are does. For. I think we, we obviously we called it uh, our love journey because I mean that's the basis of it. But I mean everything is really love is within everything. Yeah. Love is in every relationship. It's in every uh, friendship or any sphere that you're in. Love has to be like the foundation for anything to really be positive. So I can I can see why it's so rele- um what's the word? Like it's relevant. Easy, relevant and easy to relate relate to even uh to people who aren't married or in relationships. So yeah, that's really, really beautiful. Sure. And this week's topic, um, it's basically how do I even get a start? Last week the the, the previous week I I, I shared a story. So there's no story now to kick us yeah. off. But um, it's inspired by the Do It October Challenge. Obviously, we try make our 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 conversations to be holistic and to interlink on every on every platform. So, as you guys saw on my YouTube channel, I'm doing the Do It October Challenge, and part of it is to do the Proverbs Challenge. So, basically, reading a proverb a chapter a day. Yeah. So, I said, you know what? Let's break down one of my favorite proverbs, which is Proverbs chapter three, and. So basically, we're naming this podcast. It's all about principles. And Brennan, do you want to give us a, a, a definition of what principle is? So basically, principles are like a fundamental truth. So it's kind of like a foundation on which um, your behavior or your beliefs stand. Um, so the official definition would then be foundation for a system of belief or behavior uh, for a chain of reasoning so the way you will reason with things will then be based on your principles so the way you react to things is based on your principles all your interactions mm. the way you perceive things mm. is based on your principles so they really like the foundation of of who you are 
pretty much. So basically God's law. Well, in our case, we, we, we work on God's principles and that's God's law. He's yeah. the foundation of how we do things. Yeah. So basically today's podcast is called Principle Living. And I chose uh, Proverbs chapter three that we're going to break down and we're going to basically discuss these three five principles that I've chosen. And as you guys know, whatever topic we discuss, it's based on real life and trial based to share um, our truth. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So the first one, and this is, you guys can read Proverbs chapter three. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just paraphrase, but you can just read along so you can know and have it in context. So the first one, it says, trust in the Lord and don't rely on your own understanding. That is the principle. And then the reward of that principle is that he will make your path smooth. Is it path or path? It depends on which side of the world you live. <laughs> <laughs> he will make your path smooth. I think the fundamental of that is to trust and to rely confidently. Mm. You know, I think that word confidently plays such a big role in this sentence because it means without doubt. Mm. Confidence doesn't operate uh, in the same space as doubt. So when you're confident in something, you do not fear because you know. So you know without a reasonable doubt. And so uh, the second part, obviously, of that says do not rely on your own understanding, which, again, it means um, whatever we see with our own sight, uh, it needs to be void when we put our trust in the Lord. Yeah. So it's very, very easy to for us to expect the reward before we fully understand um, our part in it, which is the principle and yeah. the law that we need to follow, which is to trust confidently in the Lord, in the Lord and yeah. not rely on our own sight, on our own experiences, on our own understanding. Yeah. Um, uh, before we actually get that reward, this um, this this scripture is very important to me because this was I I, I received revelation of it or the breakdown of it um, just when in uh, just after we got married and I didn't know what was going to happen I was I didn't know what was happening with my purpose I didn't know what God really wanted out of me and this was the scripture and He said trust me and i've shared so many times my testimony about how i had my own set ideas of how my career was supposed to be how things were supposed to go in my life and they didn't go that way and i kept fighting god until he broke it down for me and he said trust me don't rely on your own understanding my yeah. own understanding i had it planned out that okay if i can do this three times a week i know that i'll make this much amount amount of money and then i'll be able to pay this i had it all figured out in my own human nature and god said no girl that's not how it's gonna work you're gonna have to trust me and you're gonna have to lay down your own ideas mm. and that's exactly what i had to do and it's hard it's a continuous thing but doing that opened up doors i could have never ever imagined for my own life it mm. opened up gifts i could have never imagined and that's the that's the reward of the principle that he will make your path smooth yeah and i think another thing that's very important and i think we are learning this more and more as we go through our lives is that our part um, in, in, in this relationship with God, our part is to serve Him. Yeah. It's to serve Him. It's to not predict the future. It's not to not, it's being present, to not try and yeah. understand. Like we, we, so many times we try to understand what God's plan is and we want to predict it because yeah. we want to prepare for it. Yeah. But really, our part is to just serve Him. And yeah. in any way that you serve, I mean, we we're talking about this this week is that. If we take care of God's kingdom, yeah. he takes care of us. He does. He, he does. takes care of all of our goals that we don't even know we have. Yeah. He takes care of all of our desires that we don't even know that we yeah. desire. 
just by us doing what we can at that present moment, at that particular time, if you know that, okay, right now where I am, this is how I can serve God. If serving God is being kind to um, your spouse, if serving God is treating your children the best way that you can, if serving God is helping someone who is in need, that's all God wants from us. In that moment, He never yeah. ever wants us to do something that is beyond our power. Yeah. He never wants us to predict the future yeah. and to do miraculous uh, things that we, we don't even know to do. Mm. He just wants us to do what we can yeah. do and then He will do what we can't yeah. do. So He basically wants us to be at service and then I believe God, I always say God drops glimpses. He drops glimpses but in order to know how to get to point B, you first have to be fully present and do point A properly. Then once you get to point B and you're fully present at point B, then he'll show you where point C is. But at point A, he won't show you what's happening at point D. Yeah. And yeah. you know, Mike Todd says, if you don't know what to do, do the last thing that God told you. Amen. And that seals the first principle. We could just go on about this one. That's so powerful. Second one, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. That's the principle. And then the result is that it will be health to your body. I think with this, it, it, it I mean, just look at it in a very practical way. I think we like to over-spiritualize the Bible. But if God says, um, what's an example? If God says, Take care of of your health. Don't overindulge. Ne? Mm. He knows what our body needs. He created our bodies. One of the reasons why, why the Hebrew boys were the strongest is because they chose to follow his diet, um, a good, clean-based diet, and they were the strongest and they could achieve more. But now we want to eat all sorts of things. Let's say we're just stuffing ourselves with sugar and cake and all those nasty stuff every single day. Remember, there's moderation. Every single day, you just live like that. At the age of 45 years old, we have diabetes and all of those things, you know. And the Word of God just says, fear the Lord. Turn away from evil. Evil doesn't necessarily mean you walk around in the middle of the night and you, you're doing funny things. Evil is just the opposite of faith. Evil is the opposite of doing God's principle. It's basically making pleasing the flesh. So if you're busy pleasing the flesh, you lose out on all the goodness that God has planned for you. But if we follow the principle, fear the Lord. What is fearing the Lord? Taking care of everything he's given you from your health, your body, your family, your loved ones, treating people right. That's a form of fear the Lord. The fear we're talking about is not being scared of God that you can't talk to, him, but it's having a reverence for um, reverential yeah, is that how you said? Yeah. Yeah. Like you you are in awe of God's creation. You don't litter because you love what He's created. You mm. it's precious to you. Yeah. You know? And in turn you will have life. That's what the word says. So fear God, appreciate his works, including yourself, what he's given you, entrusted you with. And in turn, you will have life and health to your body. Yeah, I agree. I think a practical way maybe to describe um, what it means to fear the Lord is, you know, when you buy a new iPhone mm -hmm. and it doesn't have a cover. Yeah. And the way you treat it is yeah. so delicate oh. because it means so much to you. That's the kind of fear that we that, that the Lord desires is that that we love him so much that we, we want to take care of him. We want to protect his kingdom. We want to protect his word. We want to protect what he is to us and yeah. what he means to us. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think that's really the best way I think I can describe it. But it's so important to live in that world because like you said, it's very easy to think, okay, fearing the Lord is to be scared of him. Yeah. 
And I think those are two different words. You know, yeah. being scared and fearing is two different things because you can fear for a number of reasons, yeah. right? And being scared is really to do with be. It's almost like being terrified. Yeah. But it's understanding what it means to fear the Lord so that you can actually. It, it helps you to love him more because how do you, a lot of people say, how do you love something that you fear, mm. you know? But when you understand that it's not fearing the Lord as as being scared of him, but it's fearing the Lord as appreciating yeah, him respect. and respecting yeah. him and, and not wanting to let him down and not wanting to, to let what he did for us mm go to waste yeah. you know the fear of 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 a a wasted salvation the sure. fear of 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 a meaningless death sure that's the kind of fear we're talking about and when you understand the depth of it 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 it, it gives you something to live for and it becomes easier to turn from evil yes it becomes easier because you know what you are you know what you principled on the cross is no longer in vain exactly yeah. and it means something it has a direct meaning yeah. to your life you know it's so it's so it's so funny like we live in an age now where people are always talking about how um we need to be a voice for the voiceless, right? Mm. You need to relate with things that don't affect you. Mm. And isn't that the biggest issue that we face is that people can't show empathy for things that don't affect them. Mm. So when you bring this closer to home and you say, this God, Jesus died for me. Yeah. Jesus died for me. He sacrificed his life for me. Yeah. Everything he does, he does for me. Mm. Then it brings it closer to home. And now you don't have an excuse no, to not want to turn away from evil, to not yeah. want to live the best life that you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I honestly think um, the way you've put it is such a different perspective and it's opened up my eyes. It opened up a new whole revelation to me. The parable of the of the, 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 the guys with the talents, I always, we always yeah. go back to that, is that the guy who did nothing with his talent mm. was sent away by his master. Mm. And I think that is a form of evil, not doing what God has placed you um, on earth to do, not serving him, giving back. When we serve God, when we use our gifts and our talents, I think it's a form of fear of saying, God, I respect, I appreciate what you've given me mm. and I want to give it back to you. So when you look at the parable of the talents, it's it's funny because they were both working from a place of fear. Yeah. You know, the one with the one talent was scared of losing that one mm. talent. So it was the, a different kind of it was yeah. diff that's and that's what I'm getting to is that it's it's really perspective. Mm. Um the more that's why we love that parable because it's so deep. There's so many layers yeah. to it. And the one with the five talents, he was operating from a place of I don't want to waste these talents. Sure, I don't sure. want to lose these talents. So, so I'm, I'm going to multiply them. Oh, these Lord. talents. I'm going to, you know, so it's really about perspective and that's what God is teaching us. Even I think with the word fear is mm. what is your perspective of fear? Of fear? What is yeah. your perspe perspective of God? Yeah. What is your perspective of your life even? Mm. Like where you are, how do you look at things mm. when you feel fear? Because again, it's, I always say, faith isn't the absence of fear. Yeah, yeah, it's not. No, it's the courage to overcome yeah, fear. Yeah. So these two things need to, to in a way, they need to coexist. Yeah. And understanding that how you perceive fear and your perception of fear mm. is then the key that unlocks your faith. You preached it. Yeah. You preached it. The third one, um, honor the Lord with your wealth and your bonds will be abundantly filled. In other words, he will over supply mm. that one is very personal to me very very personal i think just to share a little a, a testimony 
um, in the first year of our marriage, this this par- this passage was very emphasized in our life, where God expected us to tithe. And I would look at what we have, and I say, but if I tithe, um, what are we eating? And God said, that is not your place. Hmm. Honor me with yeah. your wealth and your possession, and I will fill your bonds. Yeah. And it started like that, and we started practicing that. And can I tell you, I don't remember ever a day where we went hungry. I remember days where we had nothing, when we had no money, but never ever where we had no roof over our heads, no petrol to go to work and no food and no clothes. We've always been taken care of and on different scales. And that later in that year, there was miracle offering where um, at church, um, we give like a miracle, uh, an offering of just Thanksgiving. Yeah. And God pressed on my heart to give a thousand rand. And I said, Lord, where in the world am I, am get I getting money? a thousand? I'm actually getting goosebumps and tears in my eyes as I'm talking about that. Where am I going to get a thousand rand to give? Because And God said, that's what I want you to give. And we gave that thousand rand and I don't even know where it came from yeah. or how we survived afterwards. But fast forward, now giving is no longer a thing. We don't even flinch. We It's not even an event anymore. It's just become part of our life. But that first year, that 2017, that year, we had to practice it. It was hard, but we had to do it. And now, can I tell you, abundance is really our portion. And not just abundance in money, but abundance in gifts, creativity, mm. in joy. There's just so much abundance. He really has filled our bonds. And the more we give the more he gives. I shared on Twitter my testimony that for two months, I didn't ask for anything. And for these are the most blessed two months of my life. All I did was give, give, give. Give thanks. Give um, to the needy. And just be grateful and not and no longer making God just uh, my Christmas father. God can I have, God can I have, but it's God, I'm grateful. Yeah, look, you can you cannot outgive God. No, you can't. You can, we you didn't get that though. It. But what, one thing I, I like, and I mean, it's it's um, we were watching a sermon by Pastor Frederick and he was just talking about the difference between many and much. Mm. And he said, you can calculate many, but you can't calculate much. And God operates in the much. Mm. That's why, um, like when you talk about how we never ever went um, starving, Mm. but there were times when we didn't have, right? But we we had enough. And that is how much. Because when it's in in God's Mm. hands, it's like, Mm. it's enough. Mm. Like it's... I don't know how to explain I it. I get you though. It never runs out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can't tell how much it is. Yeah. But it just never runs yeah. out. And so the way he explained it was he talked about, um, for instance, let me make an example with the wedding, right? Mm. Um, at the wedding, when he turned the water into wine, yeah. the the gallons or the buckets, whatever that they used to yeah. carry, they didn't get bigger. No. But the wine never ran out. You preaching. And so that's how God operates. And that's why it's so important to honor him with your money because it's it's like you activate that um that trust in him yeah. to say, God, I don't necessarily expect you to make my buckets bigger. Yeah. But I I, I, I know that it will never run out. You will sustain. And so that is really what when the Bible talks about abundance, that's what it's talking mm. about. A lot of people think that abundance is is having is motesning mm. having like multiple homes, mm. multiple houses. That's not abundance. Mm. Abundance is always having a house. Sure. 
Abundance is always having transport. Always having food. Abundance is always having mm. food. It's not having a lot of food. Mm. It's always having food. And I think it goes back to the grace of today. Yeah. Like not worrying about tomorrow. It's just for now I have given. And that's God the, is enough. That's the manner um, when, with the Israelites is that when they try to store, when they try to be in control and, and not give, but try to be selfish, mm. which is how we suppo- sometimes are. Because they want to have many. They want to have many. It's like when you say, no, I'm not giving my 100 rand today because mm. what about tomorrow? Yeah. In with the Israelites, the, the manna would rot. Mm. So the next day when they tried to use up the manna of yesterday, it was rotten. They couldn't. But there was fresh manna every single day, which means for the day, God will provide all he expects is trust. Sure. Listen, God doesn't need your money. He has no use. He owns silver and gold. He has no use for it. But it's for you. It's for put. It's for you saying, God, I trust you with my money. It's easy to say, God, I trust you with my health. I trust you with this. But do you trust him with money? Because money can be a God. Mm. It can be. A, it's the it's it's the exchange in the world that we. Yeah. It, it's the currency. So you can either worship God or money. And by not giving, when you're instructing to give, it's you choosing to say, I worship money. And a, another thing that's very important that I think we need to know about the character of God is that God is not a hoarder. Mm, and God, he's not, he's not a hoarder. No. You know, you know how many times God has to break stuff sure. so that you can get something new because he's a God of new things. Sure. Maybe I want to hold on to something and God wants me to have something new, mm. but I don't want to let go of the old. I mm, want to you have, want to have everything to new. yourself. Yeah. And, and that's not how God works. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of how many times mm. did your car have to break for you to upgrade your car? You knew you needed a new mm. car, but you wouldn't let it go. Mm. How many times did things did things does things keep having to break or God having to take away mm. so that because he needs our arms, our posture should mm. always be our hands sure, open, open wide. And this also, uh, uh, it, it transcends to relationships as well. How many times does God have to break your heart to say, mm. let go of this person so that I can give you who you need to be exactly. with? Exactly. And it's it's really about, it's understanding the principle of trusting our wealth with God, God with and God. saying, God, you know what's best for me. Mm. So I will give you my first mm. fruit. I will give you everything that I have and you get to decide because you know what's best for me. Yeah. Yeah. I actually want to challenge you that um, if you're not tithing yet, get to, it's going to be hard in the beginning, but get to a place where tithing is no longer a ceremony. It's, it used it's to be a ceremony that's, come babe, we're tithing, let's pray and hold hands. Like you used hands. to make a big deal a about big it. Deal I remember it. the other day, I mean, the other day, I remember I got paid and immediately I tithed. It's just and a I bad to, transfer I now. used to tell you yeah, all the time. Like, like come, when last did I tell you it's paid? I don't even, Sing a tithe I don't even, But you know what? I trust you enough now that, and I don't even ask, did you tithe? Did you, because I trust that we, we've seen God's hand. I just know that it's common sense to you. And also another thing about tithing is that what it does, again, it plays to that thing. God is not a hoarder. It allows you to not be a hoarder. Yeah. It makes you less materialistic yes. when you tithe. Like you, your faith moves from being about the money to being about God. That's the principle. Yeah. And then lastly, this is not what well, the last one that I think we'll just wrap up with is don't re- don't reject discipline. He loves those he corrects. Yeah. I think we live now in an age where people do not want to be corrected. We just want to do our own thing. And as soon as um, we, we we are corrected, we feel like we are being attacked. Mm. But the word of God says he corrects those he loves. So if God is challenging you, if God is not letting you stay in your comfort zone, that means he loves you. Yeah. And you know what? One thing about wisdom, wisdom is not loud. That's why the bible uses the metaphor of she her she's she's soft soft-spoken but that inner voice that says to you 
get up and be early for work. That is wisdom. That is correction. That is God expecting excellence from you. And the longer, the more you ignore his discipline, the more it will just, you suppress it, you silence it until you just do your own thing. But correction from God, God challenging you to do better, to go the extra mile is a form of love. It's not because he hates us. Mm. He just wants better from us. So when the world debates about don't do this, don't do that, it's not about the laws. Jesus came down so that... So, so, so that it can be about love, not to abolish the law. No. But then when you love Christ so much, it's not even about which law, what sin should I do, what sin should I not do. It's just about, does this resemble the, the character of God? Yeah, love that. I don't think we're gonna have a question today. I think the conversation got so deep and so yeah. long. Um, I don't want to shift um, from what 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 today is about. But yeah. basically, apply the principles of God. There's a reason why I keep going back. I've studied the Book of Proverbs a lot of time, but every time there's a fresh revelation. There's new wisdom. Um, living a life of principle ensure. Um, Mike Todd said, if you live a life of principles, you don't have to what you won't have to pray. Uh, about everything. About everything, you know. You won't have to ask God, God, should I give this month? God, um, should I look at, uh, is it a sin if I look at someone with a miniskirt or is it only a sin if I talk to them? You don't pray about those things. Those mm. things become, it's, 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 it's common sense. You, yeah, yeah it's, it's common sense. So let's, let's, let's um, seek God and seek wisdom. And yeah, happy October, happy new month. Yeah, happy new month, guys. This was very deep to start off the month, but yeah. so, so important because yeah. I, I think the beginning of all um, really a purpose life is a principled life love that this is our love story.